pretty good. I don't know. I feel like I was late to like the craft brew game because like it was introduced to me by my cousin. Mm-hmm. Shane was like coming back from Massachusetts and he brought like a whole bunch of like microbreweries from Massachusetts back. Like like the whole microbrewery? He brought the whole thing. <laughs> threw it in the back of the truck. Brought the He's whole like, thing. Like, look what I brought. It's like a mill. Now there's two in this area. He just came down the camp road and it was just <laughs> the stacks going. Like rolling coal. Beer was going everywhere. <laughs> uh yeah, well actually the funny thing about the tubular design, um you know what stinks? So they sell they sell at Orno Brewing Company. They have all of like their beer like apparel, and they have a T-shirt with that design on it. But it's like as if someone took the can design That's and just cool. flattened it and just put it on a T-shirt. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool, but yeah. we we made a design, me and my roommate, and we sent it to them for a crew neck sweatshirt, like something that someone would have worn in yeah. the '90s, and they never got back to us. So I was thinking, what if I just made the shirt and they just wore it in there, and if they're like. We're Dad's gonna, cu- we're gonna, gonna sue, sue you, you. <laughs> and then if you I don't go give us that shirt. Then I say I have freedom of speech, and I love tubular. <laughs> Vote tubular twenty twenty. <laughs> I don't think they can complain. No, you could just say tubular is a free word. It's you know it's in the dictionary. Yeah, tubular. Hey man, it's tubular. <laughs> what would what would if you look up tubular in the dictionary? Is tubular actually in the dictionary? Do you think? Tubular? Is there, is I would like say actual... that tubular, I have no idea what the real definition of tubular <laughs> is. I'm guessing it's to be like a tube. <laughs> <laughs> tubular. Like tubular. tubular. Oh, it's it's tube-like. It's tubular. You know? It's tubulish. I think maybe that's why in surfing they're like, oh, it's tubular because maybe oh, waves kind of look like yeah, a tube. Yeah, okay. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just kind of spitballing. It's in the Australian dictionary. Oh, it's so so tubular. (laughs) I don't even know what that was. It was like a mixture of British and like it was like a mixture of like Outback. It was like a guy with a thick British accent trying to mock an an Australian person. You were doing an accent of a guy trying to do an accent. Yeah. Oh, that was bad. So, I guess I did this with Richard, Nick. I didn't really do that with Verm too much, but like going back, kind of like touching on like how we became friends and like just our little brief history. I just to kind of like, I mean, to people who listen to this, mm-hmm. just for them to like know who, like how we became friends. And like, right. I guess all the questions I'll ask were do you remember like how mm-hmm. we met? Like, do you remember- I would think it would have been at baseball. Mm-hmm. Probably when we were on the, <laughs> uh, what was it U OFCU OFCU credit union the credit union baseball, baseball team. team. I think that's funny. It was like I never realized how like corporate sponsored little league teams <laughs> no, were. It was <laughs> every team was, was named after a company. I remember there was my mom used to work for. Uh, what was the name of that place that used to be right across the street from Swift River? I'm doxing Rumford right now, by the way. Across the street from Swiffer, Swiffer, River, the VA on. place. You mean? Yeah, so yeah, my mom used to work above the VA place. It was what was it called? V- VA hospital. No. VA oh. clinic. River Valley Veterans. <laughs> River Valley Internal Veterans. No, River Valley Internal Medicine. Medicine. So my whole point of that was, is they oh. had a team. Yeah, Rivalry Internal Medicine was a sponsor for a team, and I was like, why am I not on that team? Because 
my mom works there. So That's I felt true. like it would make sense if I... I never really questioned it. politics. I always went to OFCU uh, as a child with my mom because that's where she banked. So you're like, <laughs> oh, that's why I'm on this team. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, it's just part of being, I being me. When I look back to like how I would have thought then, I would have thought, oh, so we just must all like be connected to OFCU because I think my aunt worked there at the time. I was like, oh, so that's why we're all on this team. Yeah. It wasn't like we were randomly Who picked else was on that team? Uh, Poolin. Poolin, yeah, that's right. Um... Um, Will, Will, Will was on, on that. Will team. was on that team, and his brother Billy was, which is Verm. Which is Verm? Verm is the is his uh, who, what he goes by. Verm? Well, it's it's, it's his gamer tag. Oh, oh, it's just okay. his gamer tag. But we were, I was thought he changed his name re- from Billy to Verm. We don't, re- like, we don't refer to him as Billy or William. We refer to him as Verm. Okay, just because it for is it short for Vermit? I don't know what it's short for. I have to ask him. Might be an acronym. Now I'm just. I don't think it is. Okay. Because it's he has a YouTube channel called I am or he's I am on Twitch as just oh all my Vermin Vermin Supreme. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So that's what he he was on that team. Was Austin on that team? No, Uh, I don't know. Oh, was he? Volkernick. Adam Volkernick was. I saw his dad. We're doxing people. Oh yeah, we're just naming people. (laughs) It's fine. Yeah. Everybody who listens to this. In case you're wondering what these people did when they were 12 out, and played baseball. Shout out to Jeff Bailey. Jeff Bailey. listens to this podcast. He does? Yeah. Isn't oh, that wow. weird? Hey, what's up, Mr. Bailey? <laughs> how are you? How are, how are things? <laughs> Hold on. Was... Wait, you should pause and wait for a response. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll start over. Hey, yeah. Mr. Bailey, how are you? All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. Hey, in case you're wondering, I did eventually pick up video production as like a job. So that's pretty cool, right? All right, cool. Sweet talk. <laughs> he didn't. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't so, have time for me. He's busy. Bailey, you should. When you can, you please just uh, private message me on Twitter with your response. Private. Good. You got a DM. You got a slide into your DMs. Your old teacher. <laughs> my teacher. <laughs> so yeah, yeah my old high school teacher slides in my DMs. It's fine. That's pretty much what happened one day because he was listening to it. He he. Well, we ran into him at the school because we, we I brought Will. You know, I pretty much made him like a make-a-wish of mine, and I brought him to the school. Yeah, and showed him off. <laughs> hey, look at this! Look, <laughs> look at, at this, this boy. He's got a beard, and he looks like he just got back from war. Hey, look at this begrudged veteran. <laughs> Basically, I showed him off to the whole school. He was like, "Look at this!" Beg- he does have like a really bushy beard now, right? I haven't seen him in person. I don't feel like yeah. in a while. Yeah, he. Yeah. Well, we had a. I feel like I saw him passing by one day. We. We had a competition between me, him, and Nick. We were going to grow out my, our beards until our wedding. Like, it was whoever and whoever cut it had to buy the, everybody McDonald's. Huh. Like, whatever we wanted. Like, could have been, like, a lot of money. Nick went to Mexico to visit somebody. And he couldn't trim it because it was like, so, okay, I'll explain the story. So, he was going to come when Will came back and stay for a week here. He was going to live with us for a week. But then... You know, COVID happened. Right. He couldn't go. So instead of coming here because he wasn't able to come in, he decided to go to Mexico instead. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, and then he couldn't take care of his beard there. So he had to go home and it was like dead. Right. I'm like, could it didn't be. make any sense to me. I I'm can't like, take like, care like, of my beard in Mexico. Oh, I, I don't know how these people his excuse, do it. His excuse didn't make sense to me. <laughs> Nick, if you're listening to this, your excuse is bullshit. Uh, so he, uh, <laughs> we're getting so sidetracked. This is exactly what happens with. Will and I too. Uh, so yeah, he but I he ended up 
cutting his and then I trim mine down because mine had, mine was like pretty long at a certain point like I, I don't get a lot through the I think it's I mean you would say like I don't get a lot through the cheeks I just shaved a couple of days ago I, I like it kind of like a little bit shorter than this yeah I keep it I like keep I keep mine like this I had the mustache a little bit longer kind of like going for like more of the fuller mustache or like kind of the trim sides mm-hmm. I feel like that's the look now I think I kind of just I grow a not thick curly beard mm-hmm. so it looks that's just what happens to me and so it just doesn't look good. It could never look good long. Like you see how patchy it looks through here? It looks like that regardless of how long it grows. Whenever my facial hair has been long, it's never been out of a choice of like aesthetics or it's what just... I think is good looking. It's mostly like, oh, I haven't shaved in a week because I'm lazy and tired. And so this is what this is what it looks like when I have zero ambition. <laughs> this is me falling apart. Yeah, this is me slowly falling apart. If I have a shaved neck, you know my life's going pretty well. <laughs> like, wow, that guy's really, that guy really seems put together. That guy took an extra two minutes in his morning to shave his neck, and I know, that's mustache, all that communicates to me. My mustache is getting long, so it's like getting into my my mouth. You should try lot. seasoning it and sucking on the hair. <laughs> Like, yeah, just like put That's like sucks put about. like mint essential oils on your beard. And <laughs> <laughs> I have essential oils for my beard though, so oh. I I put beard oil on my face for a little bit, and then just like your plain not shaven your plain shaven face. Uh, yeah, I just I shaved my face clear, and then, <laughs> and then I, I just dumped a bowl of beard oil. Your well, it wasn't beard oil; it was olive oil, and then I just <laughs> oh, God. put my face it's in the it. The worst breakout of your life. All right. Yeah. Anyways, now a story. So baseball. Oh yeah, that's what we were talking. Yeah, about sponsored recently. baseball teams. That's so it was sponsored. So we met during baseball. And then my mom was like, "Hey, that Andrew kid seems pretty cool. You should have him over." And I was like, "I love that story because and I'm like, I okay, you telling me that like." Years ago, that that's how your mom's like, "Hey, that kid's cool. He should hang out with us." Yeah, and then I was like, "Okay, <laughs> like sure, I'll hang out with people." So I, I think, like, uh, when I picture your basement at your parents' house, mm-hmm. I picture it in every different way it has ever been because it's been, it's never been the same for more than like three years. It's forever changing because I remember the first time I went over there, it was when your your mom had a kitchen. It's when she had a catering business, yeah. Yeah, when your mom was doing her catering. Mm -hmm. And I remember the the first vivid memory I can have of you and me at your house is you had an old camera. Do you remember this story? Oh, yeah. The John Show. You had this old camera that you used to film a show on. And I remember you put it in the kitchen. And I walked in there and I was just shaking my butt in front of the camera. And it was displaying on the TV in the other room. And your mom walked downstairs and just saw this. I was like, like, what, 10, 12 maybe? We were probably... 10, 11, I feel like we were about to be in middle school, but not quite. Probably fifth grade. That seems right. Yeah, because well, I think you is when you were because you were still at. I was still at St. John's. John's. Yeah, a Catholic boy. I tried to convince Cass earlier. I was like, "Did you know in. that John's actually Jewish?" And she's like, "Yeah." And he went to St. John's too. I was like, "Damn it! You were you remember that I told you?" Oh. I tried to like be funny and like play off that you were Jewish. A cast trying to I break like in. I can pull it off. <laughs> yeah, I can pull off the Jewish. My mom says I can pull it off, so I don't know what that means. <laughs> what does that mean about you that your mom thinks you're Jewish? Is it Milo? Milo. You're ruining the podcast, Milo. You can leave it. <laughs> He's just going to continue to scratch. He just kept scratching. I was like, okay, I got to let the kitty in. 
So it was that pretty much, right? Now, okay, I asked. Then, then yeah, the <laughs> that was the cool part about that camera. It was like a first off, that camera was a Hot Wheels camera. Mm. So Hot Wheels used to make a camera. Apparently. Apparently, and you could it would transmit a signal to a little receiver, and then you'd put it into a VCR. This is how old school this is. This is how it was probably all the RCA cables, right? Yeah, it's all RCA, uh, and then it just you would record onto. I had this like gray Hot Wheels VHS tape. And I put it in, just hit record. I wish I could find it. Uh, I can't find it anywhere. I've yeah. looked everywhere for it. Do you think it was? It might just be in a random box. What promotion did Hot Wheels do that they're like, we're going to give kids cameras with VHSs? I, I think their thinking was like, maybe like kids want to. <laughs> the only thing I could think of is kids want to film the loop de loop. <laughs> and they're like, let's give them the loop de loop camera. Kids want to film the loop de loop. I love that. Um, but yeah, so. <laughs> That was that the John sh- I used to call it the John Show. All I remember was it would just be it was. I think it was in the spirit of like an Eric Andre show. But <laughs> it, it was just before anarchic- Eric Andre. Yeah, before Eric Andre, and from the mind of a child, <laughs> from the mind of a ten-year-old boy, <laughs> there was just the John Show. It was just pure anarchy, <laughs> nihilism, <laughs> art. As a ten-year-old. Yeah, I remember yeah. I sang a song to Detroit. That's a one distinct thing I remember singing. Detroit, like the city of Detroit. Or I would always thank Detroit for some reason. <laughs> you would, you would, what, what were you watching like on TV that like, somebody said, thank you, Detroit, and in your brain was like, I need to just thank Detroit after thank every Detroit. song. Thank you, Detroit. You'd be performing like in Texas. Have a concert. You're performing in Texas. Thank you, Detroit. Thank you, Detroit. <laughs> always thank you, Detroit. <laughs> no, that's funny. So I think that, I think, I mean, even that I think kind of is... A kind of a telling sign of like how you and I kind of connected with like video and like wanted to do things creatively that way. I mm-hmm. think even like little things like that because then you and I would do. I remember the next memory I can think of is we used to record on GarageBand, pretty much <laughs> like this, like with that's with the, true. We I, yeah, to, we, like, did we, po- we did the we did the uh, commercials podcast. and stuff we like did, that. We used to do. We used to like. We oh, was, we did like a podcast. It was like a radio show. It was a radio show. It was a fake radio show. We Holy crap, I completely forgot about that. So we did this fake radio show on GarageBand when our school laptops in middle school, I think, was when we started this. Because that's when you came over. Yeah, the best part band. was making the fake commercials. So we used to, yeah, so we used to make fake commercials. <laughs> My favorite was <laughs> the Oak, Oakdale Country Club, where the players are. Because <laughs> it was just this long. It's so dumb. I wish I could so find, funny. I wish, like, Part of me wishes like I would have remembered, because there was a point in my life where I would have looked back at that stuff and been like, "That's cringe. I never want to listen to that." But like now, I've reached that point where like I want to know what that is. Yeah. Well, I feel like that would be different. I don't know. Like just like I don't know. The dumb I just want to hear like because obviously it was probably our voices were like pitches higher. Although hey, I've had this. Country club. I've had this White voice. I've had this voice since I was like ten. So yeah, I was That's like what, I my first like the doctor pulled me out and was like and I was like hey and they're like wow this baby's got a weird voice. I remember playing. <laughs> I remember specifically. I was like fifteen, ten years ago, or I was young. I might have been younger than that. I was playing Xbox Live. I was playing Halo Three. On Xbox Live with like somebody who was twenty something, and I was talking, and the guy's like, "How old are you? Like twenty eight? And I was like, "No, I'm fifteen. And he's like, "You I'm sound 15. like I'm, I said you sound like you're old, and I'm like, "I, I guess you sound young. You <laughs> sound you're young, man. <laughs> well, because I was playing with like Nate and Alex, mm-hmm. so like they were like you know they were like squeakers at that point still. Yeah, and, I, and I was just down here with, down like, the base. with the bass. I was just like. We're gonna get you, you noob. Yeah, I'm playing on. I'm 
Beaver Creek. Beaver Creek. Is that Halo Two or is that Halo? You, or could, Halo. was that like a DL? Halo One. I believe it's Halo, Halo but, One. They did, that oh. wasn't the one they kept bringing back or whatever. I feel like there was so one there, map they always brought there's, back. There's Beaver Creek. That's. I think there's one in Halo One and Halo Two. I think it's like different. There's a different called. It's called something different. It's like it looks the same, but it's called something different. Yeah. And they like scaled it up by like one little bit to make it a little bit bigger for everybody to play on is way more people for fun. I don't know why I decided to go into that. Oh, little people for fun. We'll play for fun. So, so I think from there it was you know, we always used to hang out and just do dumb videos together for the longest time. Yeah, you had that Kodak camera, the little like red Yeah, thing. that's right. So, and I had a blue digital camera. It was a Red Kodak digital camera, and we used to film. I think we used to film on my parents' cameras as well. Like my parents had like this, uh, like this like a gray, camcorder. yeah, like a gray camcorder. camcorder that was like. I think we used it for like family trips. Like we'd bring it with us to go on vacation, Classic. which is crazy to think that like that was an item. Oh, make sure you bring the camera so we can film. Yeah, now it's like a little. A phone. Now it's an, an infinitely better camera on inside a of a phone, phone that you can watch. You can look at the internet. Well. That you could immediately share the video to wherever millions you, of people wherever you are, crazy. And it's ten I, years later. I think, <laughs> I think I think it's crazy how much technology has jumped in that time. If you think back to like, well, I was talking to Mister Rayleigh. I was talking to Jeff about this. And like the old flip cameras we used to film on, like, those, oh, I bet in retrospect, those ten like, years ago, like, because that was like those, are out of date. those were like we got those. I want to say probably like sophomore, junior, sophomore year of high school. That seems about so right. So that was close to ten, close to ten years ago, nine, ten years ago. Uh, and like, yeah, the cameras we have now are way better. Yeah, and they're infinitely they're better. Infinitely better, and they're getting cheaper and better. Like you can buy a cinema camera now for like twelve hundred dollars. Wow. Well, because I remember my parents used to have this. I don't know how camera savvy you you are. Like, if you know I'm pretty camera savvy. <laughs> well, I, well, I mean, like with like old tech, like old. Oh, like cameras. a film camera. So my parents used to have for like my brother and I when we were born and like when we were little and then like even to when we got to like you know i mean i don't know say like five six seven they used to have this like shoulder mounted camera that they were like recording. a new like a news camera like a shoulder mounted camera <laughs> that like, they would video cameras a shoulder mounted it would have the vhs would go right into it oh wow so it was a and big it would record boy. directly to the vhs so my brother and i used to do dumb little skits or whatever like we would wrestle we what we would do is we would put it on the tripod and we would wrestle my dad on camera you'd and wrestle we, your dad yeah. the two of you like tag yeah. team or yeah. like it was, tag, it, was tag, it was tag team oh okay that so would I, be- we would just run full sprint across my parents house and jump on my dad and granted i'm like probably six or seven so i'm probably like 60 70 pounds at that point and yeah. i'm just running full speed jumping on my dad it was probably like make tucker probably like three or four yeah little little ginger kid just running at him full speed he could take my brother down no problem like a, yeah like but a teddy um, bear comes in <laughs> whacks him so yeah i think i think our i think we have a very similar i think that's where a kind of our friendship i hate analyzing our friendship because it feels really weird for me because i i don't want to get like too like out of my mind about this but like I think a lot of our friendship is based on the fact we had a really. We always did really create. Yeah, we always did like cr- crazy creative, creative stuff. Like was was like where our friendship is like solely based on. Even now, like I think it's kind of transitioned more into doing music stuff. Yeah, which I is come weird over because and we I do think music you and stuff. I both kind of like did music separately from each other. But for never the most really, we never part. really worked on something together, and I feel like music was both big for was big for both of us in different ways. 
Yeah. Growing up, and we just never like connected on the musical level until now, which is weird. I'm thinking about it back then, I'm like, why didn't we just do stuff like work on stuff together back then? I don't I mean, know. I think maybe we were also like, I was listening to like really weird emo shit. And you oh were yeah, like, we've always listened to different kinds of so, music. But, but I think now, obviously now that we're older and our tastes have like evolved, and we can we listen to the similar stuff now, like for the most part, or they kind of blend. We can blend things kind of more over each other. Yeah, exactly. So with, I, I really only got into like the well, I don't know, because like in high school I played guitar and stuff like that, and was yeah. in band, yeah. short and. But it wasn't until college that I started trying to make my own music. Yeah, and I, you know, I had played in, still, I mean, I guess I was still a, considered a band person as a... You were in, like, the circle? You are a band? Wait, band were you person. in, ever played, in band? I did. I was in band senior year. I played the tambourine, man. Killing it. I was in the back. But, the oh, yeah, with all the percussion yeah. and stuff? Yeah. So I don't want to, I don't want to, I have to tell the story. Just because I want to get it off my chest, because it's kind of mean. I don't want to say the person's name. Yeah. Because I think, I mean, I, I don't just, I don't hate the person, but I'm not really as close to friends as we used to be with this person. And I think you maybe are a little bit closer than him, but maybe not as close as they used to be. Anyways, this friend did a performance at the talent show yeah. that I performed in with this person. Yeah. And I remember a teacher telling me, "Why didn't you just perform instead of him? Because you were much better and you played bass." Oh. And, and I was playing bass and like did backup vocals. And it's like, why didn't you just do that? I don't know why I needed to get that off my chest now. Maybe because you always felt guilty about no, like someone saying. I something think that's like one that thing. Well, I think if I, if we're talking about high school regrets now, high school regrets. <laughs> what do I regret about high school? Oh, what I regret about Everything. high school. Oh, I, think, I regret taking anything seriously ever. I, that's my. Uh, first, I'll, I'll, I'll that, put that out there. I wish I would have done. Uh, I wish I would have done band earlier. I would say the same thing. I don't think I got into band until I was junior. I wish I would have done like I wish I would have done like I want to say chorus, but I wish I would have done like I had my own like solo performance for the for the band at the end of uh, senior year. That's one thing I regret. That's and I, I also also this is doesn't make any sense, but for some reason I feel this way. I wish I would have played basketball instead of doing skiing. Because now I like love basketball. Like I watched the NBA like when it was on, obviously, like all the time. Mm-hmm. Anytime I like want to go like when I think of playing a sport. I think of basketball over soccer, which is so. If my brain now could go back to then, I'd be like, okay, maybe I should have, you know, played basketball instead. I get those are the only. I mean, if that's the only two things I regret, I say that's pretty. That's good. pretty good. Yeah. I the reason I say like I regret taking things ever serious was like I took things so serious. I used to try to be involved in it as much as I could. Yeah. But then. For some reason, I only ever really wanted to go to UMaine, and no offense to UMaine, but I didn't need to try so hard to get into that school. I didn't even apply to the hard schools that I thought I could probably get into. I just knew didn't. You, and then, then knew, read, looking back, I'm like, why did I care so much you knew about you any were, of this? You just knew you were going to go to UMaine. Like, what, yeah. how, how old were you, do you think? Were you, were you, like, where, what year in high school did you realize that that's where you wanted to go? Was it like your junior year? It's probably my junior year. I don't know. Probably beginning of senior year. Probably junior year into the beginning of senior year. Okay. I just, I think it goes, so like I said about the, the snobbery beer thing, I yeah. don't like snobbery educational types so like, either. Yeah. And I don't think I would have liked to have gone to a, some sort of snooty liberal arts school. Yeah. Like, I, I what I like about UMaine is that it's like a blue collar school, as I weird think, as that sounds. I think. But like, it's like actually when you look at the numbers and stuff like that, it's actually cool. 
pretty compelling I that think, it is like that. I think humane is like your element, or was your like? Well, I mean, you're obviously you were living, you've been living in Bangor up till like, now, recently. Yeah. Uh, but I think that was like totally your like your speed because I think I I remember like when I remember John from when I think of the John. Sorry, I stepped on the cable. I wasn't sure if it cut out. When I think of the John, when I think of the John, I knew when high school. From like when we graduated, I you I wouldn't say like you're like you're you're the same person when it comes to like your humor and like how our friendship is, but like I think I think I've noticed I'm a different you, social person. Yeah, maybe? like you don't you're 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 not like I think when you care about something, you're focused on that thing. And like you're not trying to just like like you said like you you you're not going to put effort into something just because you think that's what you should do, right? I'll put, I think you're I'll put in effort. My my whole game plan, I guess. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree. I'll I'll say it like this. It's like my mindset shifted from what is it that I have to do in order to get things done that yeah. people want me to do, versus now it's what are the things that I want to do that I think are valuable, and I'm gonna put my effort into those things solely because yolo <laughs> I, I i think i i mean i remember one of the first times i went and visited you up there like yeah just i wouldn't say i wouldn't say you were different but it's definitely like i think that definitely kind of you became who obviously who you are now like you I think going going to a school that was very blue collar very different from like maybe who you were originally as a person before you went there because the john i know i'm not trying to like Docs I was you. a nerd. I'm not trying to tell you you were a nerd. No, I don't think you were a nerd. I think you were. I think I was a nerd. I think you were in high school. I think I'll you were a. a I think you and I were in the in the group of, and I described this. I think we were. I've heard this. Just it's floaters. Floaters. That's friends. exactly the word I would use. We had friends in every kind of group. We had friends who were jocks. We had friends who were nerds. We had friends who were in like band. We had friends who were in like so, sports. We had friends. We had like friend groups, pretty much in every kind of clique. I guess you could say. Yeah. So on that note. A way I've like thought about that is that like, so the floater thing, yeah, it's like different social groups. But what's yeah. funny is that we went to such a small school. Why wasn't everyone floaters? You know, like I think like when you're in a school, say with like a class of two hundred to four hundred people, yeah, I could see you getting divided into like subgroups of yeah. like twenty or so people because yeah. it's just so many people around. When you have seventy five, half are guys, half are girls, like. That's 30 and 30. It's like yeah. 35, 35. Like, I don't know. Well, I, I think, think we graduated with like mean, 84, uh, something like that. And yeah. So it's just funny to think of like how subdivided groups were. And then also like some weird animosity. I would think there was a lot groups. of floaters. Like, there's I think, so few of us. I think there was a lot of floaters, though. I think there was probably a social group of floaters who were also floating together as a group and then like spread out. And, like, <laughs> the floater like, click. The floater <laughs> Well, I mean, because you think about it, like, like you said, though, like the groups were so like this, we only had 80-something that graduated. Like, right. Compared to like, well, I mean, you want to talk about small classes. Like the, my cousin just graduated from Telstar. She had 30-something, uh, it was like 30-something people in her graduating class. That's Imagine, nuts. you know, you must know every single person. I mean, we knew pretty much everybody I graduated with. I feel like I do, for the most part, everybody. I think that if if someone was to ask me about a, like I don't know, I've actually kind of done this experiment like someone's like seen my yearbook that I've had just kind yeah. of, I've always had my yearbook kind of like with me with all my like books and stuff yeah. and so like when someone like will ask me about it and whatever and they ask me about people in it like I could usually tell people like a thing about that every person, single person class, yeah yeah like I know something about yeah something about them 
Yeah, exactly. No, I I wouldn't say I know them. No, but you know, <laughs> but so, like, but I mean, like when it's a class of, I can tell you something about them. Seventy plus, you know, seventy plus students. I mean, you kind of. You, you kind of have to. You kind of have to know because it's not like there's that. And I mean, a hundred people seems like a lot when you think of it, but like in the grand scheme of things, it's really not that many people. No. In opposed to the world, because I think my—I mean, my dad must have graduated. Your parents must have graduated with the classes that were probably like two hundred something plus. I, if I had to imagine, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me to think that the high school we went to seems like it doesn't seem like it could fit all those people. But granted, they also converted from they—you know—they took Mexico into Rumford and made Mountain Valley out of it. Right. How big were those classes? Like the first couple of Mountain Valley classes, like how big were those classes? It must have been. They must have been pretty big. I would I imagine think Mexico it. was probably pretty small by the time they were when they, you know, when the I had to mind. guess. My guess would be that Mountain Valley, like Rumford class sizes, were probably getting down to. My guess is that they probably converted when the class sizes were getting down to like a couple hundred, yeah. and then Mexico probably ended up being around a hundred, and then they combined them into being. Class sizes of like, I gotta turn the fan on. It's really hot in the, my uh, studio office right now. Like, it's yeah, spitting fire. <laughs> it's getting it's hot. So, it's so lit. <laughs> it's so lit. But yeah, I don't know. So, where were we going? Something about the class sizes. Class sizes. First, um, I, I guess my uncle, because I'm pretty sure my uncle was like one of the first graduating classes at Mount Valley. Valley. Yeah, Mount Valley. Mount Valley. Mount Valley. I, think my, I think my uncle was too. Yeah, I think they might have known each other. Does Bri- does your uncle Brian know my uncle Kyle? <laughs> I think they might know each other. Or my uncle Trav, whatever, whatever, who what, whatever ages we're talking here. I think, I think so. I mean, I, I think, feel like I want to say my uncle was either the last graduating class of Rumford or the first of Mountain Valley. I cannot remember which one it is. I remember him telling me, but I can't. But remember. you weren't listening. <laughs> but I, but I did. I was. At his house with my cousin, we were just playing Halo, and I said, "Screw you!" He's like, "Hey, I'm on Beaver Creek. I'm on Beaver alone. Creek. Let me leave me alone. I'm trying to find the assault rifle. I'm trying to get myself a triple kill. Yeah, triple kill, overkill. Oh, can we? Kill him in yeah, man. Can we talk about like how I felt like? I feel like this is a podcast that we're, you know, this is the first time we were, and I feel like we've talked about doing a podcast together in the past. I have always wanted to do a podcast. My only like reservation is. I wouldn't really know what to do for one, like exactly, because mm-hmm. what I want to do one that's just for personal pleasure, or what I want to do one like that's kind of trying to do something with like some a, sort of like career, like, like minded. politics, or like maybe like video stuff, or like yeah, movies, or like cult talk movies, about like, movies yeah. and culture, and I, I think the best way I could do it is probably just having like a general one. That's what this. I mean, that's what this podcast is pretty much. Like we've kind of tried different formats. Like we, I think we're. As of right now, we're still kind of trying to figure out exactly what we're trying to do here. Yeah. Like, we're only, I think we're, we're not even 20 episodes in yet. And, like, we're still trying to find out exactly. Like, what sucks is I was telling Will, like, before he left, the last episode he did, is him and I were finally kind of getting into, like, a good rhythm of, like, conversation back and forth where, like, we weren't stepping on each other's toes. Mm-hmm. And then he left. <laughs> right. Because he had to go. Because he's. Because he had to go I'm not to gonna, the desert. I, okay. Well, I'm going to rant about. Will really quickly because Will used to have this this uh, segment. <laughs> sounds dumb on the podcast called Will's Rants, where he would just come up with something stupid he would rant about. Will and John, I don't know if you're going to agree with me on this opinion. Okay, he wants to leave the country because he's sick of how the way this country is being run. 
Now, my defense against that was, and I said this, if you don't like why it, would you, you want to leave when you can stay and try to help make things better? And he's like, I don't want to raise kids in this environment. And I said, this is the most American thing I've ever said in my life. I said, when I have kids, I want to tell them, your dad stayed in America and helped make it a better place. And I want my kids to know that, that I stuck by the country at the lowest <laughs> point. That's the most American thing I ever said. Well, I think it's that's what Patriot... That is what, that's patriot, what, that's what, that's what patriotism is. That's what Nick said. He's like, it's, it's the most... That's like, it's like Mr. Patriot over here. There's a difference man. between patriotism and nationalism, and it's essentially that. It's, I, nationalism is your infinite love of your country for some reason, uh, and then na- patriotism is, I love my country, and I would like to see it be better. I know Will. I know Will's going to listen to this, because he's been listening to every episode I've put out since, and I'm not trying to... If you are looking for opportunities, if you have an opportunity that, you know, takes you outside of the country, I'm like 100% for that. Like if there was like a, you know, a really good job opportunity for me that was in like, uh, I don't know, Australia, I guess I'll say that. Like that's where he wants to go is Australia. <laughs> say if there was like a good opportunity yeah. for me to like make the most money, to, you know, have a good career there, why would I not take that opportunity? Because obviously, you know, you get to see the world, mm-hmm. which is what he is. I think traveling is well. really important. And he, and he kind of like, Talked back a little bit. He said, it's mostly for travel. He said, I want to see the world because, like, I've been stationed in certain locations for a long period of time and I want to be able to, you know, move and go wherever I want. And then I said, yes, but when you first had an option, what did you do? You went and you put yourself in Afghanistan by choice and now you're <laughs> stuck there. Right. So I guess I, I don't want to. Would you not consider the military travel? <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, I guess I think I think that's what maybe had opened up his mind to travel, though. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, like my job traveling around a I'm little sure bit, that, like I'm not even like states. to that level at all, just kind of to different states. Oh, oh I'm sure. It's I mean, just that that started to get me thinking more about like, I don't know, like the way I've thought about it was when I went to, I'm trying to think, like Georgia Southern last year. Yeah. Never heard of that school before. It was on the schedule, which might be my own ignorance, even though I work in college sports. Uh, I never really heard of that place. And then I go, and there's 25,000 people at this game watching this school I've never heard of. Yeah. And, like, when I started thinking about it as, like, oh, there's entire – when you start thinking of it that way, you start thinking of, like, oh, there's all these different, like – there are so – I guess the easiest way to put it is there's so much out there. And you have no idea until you leave and go see it. I think I – I mean, this is just kind of my own ignorance is I really haven't done a lot of travel. I think I was very, I would, I want to say blessed. I think I'm very, I was very lucky to like, my parents were able to kind of do a lot for my brother and I. So we like, you know, went to Florida, like almost every other year, you know, we went on cruises, we went to other countries, you know, we went to Mexico, went to some of the islands, uh-huh. but like, I don't think, you know, as a kid, as a kid, like you can't really, you know, you don't really think of experiences like that. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I remember going, like, we used to, I remember going to a Celtics game when I was a kid and just seeing all the tall buildings and, like, that would be, like, oh, look at this, look at this, the way the city's run. And then we went to a Celtics game, like, like two or three weeks before the whole quarantine happened. And <laughs> I think it's just different to see, uh, even with, even it's in the East Coast, you know, it's still in the East Coast, you know, not even, you know, six hours away from here. Maybe less than that. I don't know. I'm really bad with uh, time. Yeah, what Boston? It's like five, five, six hours. Oh, that was a good guess. Uh, but I mean, just to see how like different people are from that close as well, right? And then, like I, I mean, I've always wanted to. Like we've discussed 
you know, going to or Arizona for like a honeymoon because like she knows people out there and I think it's just different than going to Florida. You know, I have a friend that wants to move to Arizona. So like, he was talking about like how like it's very what's cool about Arizona apparently and maybe look into this for like a honeymoon kind of thing. It's there's like a very there's like a spiritual aspect to like I think it's like the Sedona area. She and like a lot of people find like spiritual awakening and i feel like that's kind of a cool thing a cool vacation she went to bisbee i don't know how i don't know like bisbee that's where uh, yeah that's where well her friend lives oh really her friend lives in bisbee the comedian duck stanhope lives it's a very like (laughs) i I know that but it's a very i mean i I would have to have her describe it really uh but it's it's like a little just like a little town like you think of like a cute little town Mm-hmm. Well, no, when I think of a cute little town, I think of Bisbee because it's like you think of Rumford. I think everybody, no, <laughs> the cute. The I don't cute think Rumford. Is, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't think Rumford's cute. If I'm Rumford's offending hand, anybody, Rumford's if I, ruggedly handsome. If, I don't, if, I, if, if I'm offending anybody by saying I don't think Rumford's cute, you should just shut up because clearly you have not looked at this town. I have to ask this question. To you got to look the other way. I have to ask this question to you. What? I've lived in. Rumford, pretty much. I mean, I lived a year in Farmington and I lived a year in Auburn. Uh, but I'm, you know, I was home frequently enough to, you know, not see much change. For you living in Bangor, which is, you know, a decent amount of, you know, time away, how was it different coming back and seeing how the town like changed? Like, because I feel like it was, I mean, I don't know how much change you noticed, but like being here all the time. You can, I kind of, I've been noticing, I'm not trying to shit on the town because I think there are places that we can go to kind of like maybe build up this town and make it a little bit better and nicer Yeah. now. But to you, like how, what, how did the change, was it for you like visual, not necessarily visually, but like maybe like the people as well. Like, I guess I haven't really noticed any changes of the people. The only things I've really noticed is just like <laughs> businesses haven't like grown, I would say, but businesses have changed mm-hmm. is an observation I've had. Yeah. Like changing ownerships of businesses, businesses that are in the same location as a business that was there yeah. years ago and whatnot. Um, I would say that the town doesn't really have a lot of growth. And yeah. you can definitely see that. Um, one thing I find strange is the, <laughs> I hate the construction here for some reason. It seems like there's always construction when I come back. And I'm like, why is there always construction? Yeah, and things never come, seem to get better. You always come back in the, the summertime. I feel like it's when you visit most because you were at school. Right. So there's always construct. There's always construction in the summer, and the project. This is the most I want to say. Like this is a podcast, way up north podcast. It's centered mostly around the fact that we. This is based in Maine, or that we people who you're way up north. Way up north. That's the joke behind it. I don't know. It was a stupid. It's name, a good name. It's a good name. It works. Uh, anyways, so this is the most we've ever talked about Rumford. We've mentioned it. We've never really gotten into it. And, like, I'm going to just kind of go into it more. So, like, the project they were doing on the island. Yeah. That was happening when you and I worked at the town. Worked at the town which was, they talked about doing, like, the full project that summer. Like, they ha- I don't they, think they I started think They it. hadn't started, but they, they had, had planned They had the plan they had to planned, do it. I think they had made a vote on it, I think, too. Yeah. I think they voted on it. And then they just didn't do it. So, I think what... Well, there was some the issue time, with, the like... The timeline, a, I remember, was... It was... They were discussing it when you and I worked for the town. And then the next year, when... You didn't get hired back for the town. Uh, <laughs> we <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> on a technicality. On a technicality, uh, we didn't. Um, they, I think I don't think they had started yet, but it was the year after that. It was the last year I worked there. They were doing all like the 
because the whole plan of it, if anyone, you know, I'm assuming most people who listen to this probably live in Rumford for the most part or have seen Rumford, I had, if I had to guess. They need to redo all the pipe and water lines all through the island because it's all really old when it was, I think it's all original from when they first built it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I so, think so. If I remember so right, that's what they had said. They need to redo it all because it's all, you know, probably rusted out. And I think they probably had a lot of like leakage in basements. Yeah. Maybe some lead. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe a little bit of lead. So <laughs> they, I remember they were, last year I was there, they were dropping the manhole covers down. For whatever reason, I think they're re, 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 I think they're re, I don't know if they're repaving it, but they were doing something. We did with those the a couple of times this summer. We worked there. Yeah, so they were. Yeah, but that was I think just because they needed to drop them down. Because I think that's that, when they were they like were doing, surveying. They were doing or, the oh, the gassing. They were gassing the lines yeah. or something. That's when that company came in. Yeah. And they, so they. What happened was this is extremely boring for anybody who doesn't live in Rumford. This is just like basic small town talk. Uh, which is well, I have a question for you after all this about small town. Stuff. Yeah, I think maybe I mentioned it before. Uh, so then they had a company to come in to do the work, and I, I, if anyone knows, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they hired the wrong company to come in. I think the hot company they hired was not qualified to do the work that. And Robert then the town manager at the time, like, was tasked to be like the general manager of like two the... towns. It was he was in charge of Mumford and Mexico at the same time. But then I thought what I had heard was that the person who did the construction job was also the town. It was like whoever oversaw the construction job was also overseeing the town. And like the construction company was like failing to do the project right. Yeah. Okay. And like they, the way my dad made it seem is that the town manager got like screwed and like set up almost to like fail and then got blamed for the project being failed, even though it was like all not really on them. Yeah. But they were like kind of forced into doing a thing that a town manager typically doesn't have to do. Yeah. Well, there was, I don't know how much that's, uh, I don't know how much that I broke my phone the other day. I did too. Finally removed my screen cover and then dropped my phone. The first time, oh yeah, fun fact about when I first broke my phone was I broke my phone, ironically, because I had an OtterBox and then I had to charge my phone and I didn't have a charger that fit into the OtterBox and so I didn't break my phone until I opened the OtterBox and then the phone flew out of the OtterBox and then hit the ground. And broke. And this segment's not brought to you by OtterBox, even though I just said it like five wanna, times. Do you want to talk about Otter? Uh, <clears throat> I kept hitting the keyboard. That's what happened. Uh, so my incident with breaking my phone is, we'll get back on the town subject after this. I just got distracted. Uh, is I stopped where, putting my OtterBox in my case because I've dropped my phone multiple times without a case on it. No damage. Nothing at all. I've dropped it when I was out delivering mail on the pavement, face first. Nothing. Not a scratch. Maybe a couple of scratches, but like no shattering of the glass. Had it in the case. Put it on the bed. On the bed. It slid off slowly off the side of the bed. Hit the floor. And that happened. For And no, there's no video anymore as of right now. We're, not, we're waiting to do video on the podcast. But so <laughs> it fell off my bed, which is like. Two, maybe not even two foot drop. Eh, maybe about a two foot drop on raised floor. Yeah, I dropped mine when I was doing laundry the other day. I just dropped it on the bathroom floor, like from my waist, and it just broke. I've dropped it on the tar, 
I've dropped it like. Isn't that dumb? Like running. I remember the first it's, iPhone I ever had. I was moving out of UMF because that's how late in the game it was to getting an iPhone. I had a flip phone all the way through high school. I got a I got an iPhone as a uh, senior gift of high school. It was an iPhone five. I think I got it my halfway through my first year. My well, my first and only year at UMF. So I was moving out of my dorm one day, and I had it in my pocket, and it slid out, and it smashed on the ground. And I've had nothing but bad luck with breaking iPhones. I, I broke an iPhone uh, screen by laying on the ground one time to take a photo of someone who was also laying on the ground. They wanted like a seductive Tinder photo, <laughs> and I laid on the ground to take the photo for them. And then I got up and went inside to go charge my phone. And when I took it out of my pocket, it was just smashed. And I was like, "What? What?" Like no further explanation. I had it and it was fine. I put it in my pocket. I laid on the ground, walked inside, pulled it out. It was broken. So I must have crushed it under the weight of my meaty thighs. Thick boy thighs. Thick, thickum thighs. Thick, well, thickum, thickum boy. Yeah. All right. So town. Yeah, I think. So I guess small town stuff. Here's a question for you. Do you get upset with people needlessly crapping on Rumford? Because, I mean... I personally, I'll put it this way. People like say, oh, like, I don't know. Like people used to make fun of Rumford. Like people I would go to college with would make fun of it. And like no, no one had ever been here. Mm-hmm. No one. The only thing that they know are the things that we say. Yeah. So, and we would only complain, I guess, about negative stuff. Cause that's all anyone ever talks yeah, about. It's like negative stuff. It, but you're going to complain. You're not going to say, oh man, my town is so great because someone's going to be like, shut up. Yeah, of course. And then if they see in the news that, like, oh, three arrested in heroin bust in Rumford, like, obviously that's not good. But, I don't know, people say, like, oh, is it a bad town? But, like, literally this town is very, like, I don't know how to put it. It's just nice everywhere except a few places. Yeah, like, I mean, this is how all I would just, you know, my fiance and I, I keep saying my fiance. I think the podcast knows who is Cass, and I were looking at you know buying a house. You know, we're at that point in our life we're thinking about buying a house, and you know, I don't, I don't necessarily want to live in Rumford. I think as a kid, I always thought about maybe sticking around this town, but the older I get, the less I want to be here. It's not because I hate the town, because I don't. Like I, I, I grew up here. I have a lot of great memories here. You know, I've, you know, I. We graduated from here. I, you know, bought my. I was living in my first apartment, first two apartments here. Right. So I mean, if I have to buy, if I buy a house here, I don't know. I just, I think it's the feeling of being stuck because I feel like a lot of people that I know, like yourself and Will and my brother, have all like moved on and like moved to other places. Mm-hmm. So like, there's not really a lot left for me here, like with like people. Like it's my yeah. family, obviously my family's here and I'm always going to want to like see my family, but I, you know, I want to move not necessarily closer to friends, but I want to move away as well. I don't know if it's just because I feel like I need to because of the status quo of like, okay, I, everybody else has moved away. I should. Anyways, I'm getting on this whole other topic that's not related. <laughs> yeah. More, more deeper seated feelings than about that. So when I was talking to the realtor, it was, he is like the generation I think he's in the generation before us like one generation JJ oh yeah so he's in the generation before we are 
So I think he's like my sister's age. I think they both have kids. I think him and Jack, him, his son, and yeah, my yeah. nephew are friends or something like that. Okay, so yeah, yeah. that's how okay. I know his name or something like an association. So yeah, if I just yeah, doxed yeah. him, but it's fine. <laughs> say your name, anyways. Uh, so he was telling me, he was telling us that this town is the the people who were before him. Mm-hmm. We're all moving away, and he's finding now that a lot of people in his generation are moving back to the town. He's found like a lot of people are moving from, you know, they went away for school, and they're moving back. And I had said, I told him, I was like, it's, I mean, it's not that. I mean, there's a lot of people who are back right now, but I think it's temporary. Like, I don't think it's a to stay. To might have something to do with like a pandemic and stuff like that. Like that way, like like the reason I'm. Well, I don't think I don't. No, I I don't think it's because he was saying like. Through the past couple of years, he's noticed a lot of people oh. that he went to school with have been moving back to the town. I think it's yeah. I think I could, yeah. What do you? Th- why do you think that is? I I don't know. I I honestly don't know. I I hate to say I don't know why people want to move back here. <laughs> I don't know. What's <laughs> I don't know on. why people want to move here. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I could say that it was it's cheap to live here. I mean, I think maybe that's part of it. But I think personally, people who are who have kids and stuff like that, I think this town, for as much as like you know. There is a little bit of a drug problem. I think it's a lot less. Yeah, than that's people. more of a national people, problem. People, people like to say that Maine has a drug problem without even looking at the numbers because Maine has a Maine has a less of a drug problem than most states. Mm-hmm. So, what? It's I don't know. When people say that, like, oh, like X town in Maine is so dangerous. The most dangerous town in Maine is in the bottom like quartile of dangerous places in america mm-hmm. so to for anyone to say that it's dangerous or sketchy to live here is just so I'll so that, grossly uninformed on what it's like out there i'll say this i don't fear that i'm gonna walk outside and get like stabbed for like whatever reason when i live here like i don't fear that yeah there's no Rumford. reason to fear that i mean i don't when was the last time someone was murdered here I, like I don't, 10 I, years ago no exactly so like exactly so i mean I that's think, the point <laughs> so that's what i'm saying so like i think people maybe of that generation are moving back here because like while they were growing up because i feel like i don't know if you agree with me but i feel like the kind of the downturn of like the school system and maybe the town a little bit and businesses dropping kind of happened simultaneously with us going through school and graduating and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You think about when I think of when I think of the well, town, I think of related obviously to the school. And you think of like sports and education and things of that nature, and how it's all kind of down ticked a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I would say that that's probably a result of uh, not to get all political, but I mean that's probably like if you think about it, right? The timeline of that, like mm-hmm. what you just described. Yeah. We are in eighth grade mm-hmm. in two thousand eight. Yeah. So that is when the economy crashed. Yeah. So if you think about it, so that was a housing market crash. Yeah. That probably depressed housing market prices. Yeah. Which de- which decreases property value. Yeah. Property taxes is yeah. how towns fund themselves. Yeah. So you have a small town with a l- decreasing population, yeah. with decreasing home values, trying to somehow keep up with increased educational costs. It, 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 you can't win because everything is going down in value when, in other ways, it's going up in price. To actually like manage yeah, these things. That makes sense. Because like to buy a house around here, I mean, I mean, you're the one looking for houses in this area, but mm-hmm. I can't imagine they're that bad. Well, you said like, 
like a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand for a house. Like, I mean, in the house, I mean, that's for a two bedroom or not two bedroom. That's for a two bathroom, three bedroom house. Yeah, it's two pretty good price with a not a finish, with a base with a decent size yard. Like a, I was actually surprised with how big the yard is. If I'm being honest, but I mean, like yeah, like that's. That's not that bad. And it was like just recently like redone. Like they completely gutted the place. Oh, not necessarily gutted it, but they like tore up all the rugs and they like repaint, like, you know, put a fresh coat of paint on it and they put all new appliances in it and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, redid all the wiring and stuff like that. Because I think a lot of, I, I'm curious to see, I'm curious about like a lot of the way that, <laughs> this is going back to like where, how like houses used to look like back when we were younger. Like when I remember growing up in my house, and like you were at my house quite a bit. Like you remember my parents' old basement, mm-hmm. like before it was redone. Yeah, when it was essential, it was a basement. It was a, yeah. I mean, now it's a finished. I mean, I wouldn't even consider. I would consider it if you put a bulkhead. It basically could be considered a apartment, like a an in-law apartment, if you wanted to. All you need to do, like, if it had a direct entrance. If you needed, well, it had, if yeah, you, it has if a bathroom, had a direct and a room, and you turn that back part into you, a bedroom. You could easily turn a section of it into a kitchen if need be. Yeah, you could turn where I mean, I remember a treadmill being in that back room. If you yeah. turn that room into a kitchen, and then you use that like back back room and somehow opened it up. Obviously, you haven't been over to my parents' house since like I and my brother. Oh, they there. don't use a treadmill anymore. So the treadmill's <laughs> in there, but it's in. This is really boring for anybody who doesn't know what my parents' basement looks like. It's Doesn't nice. Matter. It's it's got like the nice pine wood siding. This pine wood siding. Yeah, Do you remember nice. we filmed a video down in there? Yeah, we did. We the it was karate fight. Karate fight. Yeah, the, we filmed it moving slowly and then sped it up so, so it make it look like we're okay, actually fighting. Okay, I kind of want to go back to when we were talking about like we made videos because I feel like this is kind of spiraling into the Just title. Kind of the title of this podcast that I want to name this is Brothers Forever. Ah. <laughs> Yeah. So John and I did. I think John and I were really big fans of the TV show Drake and Josh. If y'all remember that, yeah. Anybody, y'all just remember Drake and Josh. Which, by the way, Drake Bell is an amazing. Have you seen? He does like he's on. He's huge on TikTok now for some reason, which is really. Is he, I don't have TikTok, so. Which is funny because Josh Peck T- grew up on Vine, blew up on Vine, so now Drake Bell is blowing up on TikTok. Interesting. Well, did you know Josh Peck has a podcast? Yes. Do you know that? I, th- I, do, <laughs> I, I do now. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, I mean, who, if we're, let's be honest. Who, who doesn't, doesn't have, have a podcast? podcast? Like, I don't so, have a podcast. Well, I've been on two sorry. now. What who was it? Who had that podcast? Who, who I was on who the Black Bear Sports pro- podcast with Taylor Mannix oh, from the Big Jab. Oh, yeah. So, okay, much higher class than me than a little podcast in, located in Rumford. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying that's two. I've been on, t- I've been on two, hosted none. So... That's my podcast experience. I have to. Add, I want to get into that later. Like, what you think you would do for if you were to like be a podcast host, or if you'd want to like host a podcast with me. I don't know how that would work. I I did this proposition to Nick mm-hmm. as well. Well, he's difficult because he lives in Europe. So, so. But we said this. Guy, I don't, you, <laughs> if you listen to the the podcast we do with Nick, is we the three of I think you and I have talked about doing a podcast before together, like a long like a couple years ago mm-hmm. before podcasts really like blew up like they did now. But the three of us, Nick, Will, and I, all talked about doing this, pretty much this podcast together while they were both overseas. Like, Will was still in, I think he might have been in Las Vegas at the time, so that's not overseas, but he was in Vegas at the time. He was yeah. overseas in Vegas. They have an Eiffel Tower. <laughs> it's pretty far away. And then Nick Is was that in Eiffel Tower Denmark. In, L- in Las Vegas? 
Or am I getting confused? I feel like there's one it's there. It's in France. Shit, no, idiot. but I think they have like a model there. And I, I think, think they have like also like a pyramid. If Will, you're listening to this, can you confirm or deny that there is an Eiffel Tower? I'm pretty sure there is, but I could be completely wrong. Maybe it's a different city that has one. So we taught, we, you know, said, hey, well, the three of us will do a podcast together. We didn't know what, but we just thought we have a lot of interesting conversations when we play games online and stuff. So we said, oh, you know, you know, I mean, if like any other, you know, any three white guys are like, hey, we should just make a podcast because we're, we're funny. We're interesting. Yeah, that's I think I'm funny. So like, that's pretty much, I feel like that's most people's mindset when they make a podcast. Like, I'm funny. Mm-hmm. I could do a podcast or I'm, I know, I know a lot about this subject. I could do a podcast about this subject. Yeah. So, my thing is I'm such a generalist that so I, I, I wouldn't, I don't know. Cause like if I had to pick a specific thing, I'd probably pick politics to talk about because that's the thing I know I would argue I probably know most about that and I don't know I, I wouldn't say I know a lot about film because I don't think film's a thing that like every, everyone should have good knowledge of like film because it's art it's not like a thing yeah like, it just depends on what like film like what style of film you watch yeah because like, there's movie podcasts that are about like sci-fi sci-fi there's movie podcasts that are about like you know like not you know Oscar like, movies yeah or Primarily, watching old westerns or yeah, something like, like that or whatever there's different there's a movie, there's probably a podcast based solely on Star Wars only in Star Wars alone. Which There's the probably way, h- hundreds of How them. do you get so much content out of just There's Star entire Wars, YouTube though. channels that have like survived solely off of Star Wars which, and Marvel. Which is weird to me because like, I mean, there's a lot of like Star Wars content out there, mm-hmm. right? I feel. I was looking at the time too. Uh, I'm confused because it looks like it says two hours, but I think it's one hour. I'm using, <laughs> I'm using an uh, I'm using a program that a different program to record than I used to. Anyways, um, so but, yeah, like I don't know how a, a genre like Star Wars. A genre? Star Wars is its own genre. Well, I mean, at this point, I mean, at this <laughs> point, I mean, essentially, it is. It's its own. So, like, I don't know entity. how like something like that can make so much content off of just. I mean, because I mean, it's all lore nine, and speculation. What eleven movies? Well, if you count the... There's nine, Rogue One, If you count Solo. the Christmas special, that's 12. <laughs> True. Uh, <laughs> there's a Clone Wars movie, technically. It's garbage. Okay. I started watching Live it. Live action. Live action. The Clone Wars movie is, is garbage. Awful. But the series? Incredible. I haven't finished so, it, but it's pretty good. It's based for kids. It's, all, it's obviously based for kids, it's for but kids, it's like not bad. But I mean, like, it's all in like Pixar movies, they have but those kids, are good. They have kid over there. It's like a very like... Next time on Star Wars Clone Wars. Like, oh, you know what those are based off of? That's actually based off of like World War II propaganda. Oh, yeah. The Allied forces take on the Nazis and blah, 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 blah. It's, it's that voice from the old propaganda yeah. films and they're using it as like... The idea is that the Empire is creating propaganda and you're watching like yeah. Imperial or like... You're watching um, Republic, Republic well. propaganda, yeah. like you would watch U.S. I mean, propaganda. Let's be real. We know it was the Empire at the time. We know that's true. Well, it secretly was the Empire all along. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what actually what that's based off of. Fun fact. It's that's a, its inspiration. Good to know. I watched. Uh, they have this World War II in color on Netflix. I start. I don't know if I watched. I watched all a of little it. bit of it, and man, I don't know what it is. What that stuff? That, like, do you feel like an old? Because I remember like growing up. I feel like always, always the old people who are watching old like war documentaries. Have I reached that point in my life where I just want to watch old war documentaries? Because it's I all watched, I, yeah. I mean, I, I started watching. Uh, I started. I watched. Uh, what is it? The Devil Next Door. I watched that today. Okay, yeah. That's the Netflix documentary about the guy who's like a Nazi. Yeah. And he just like lived in Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> He's from Ukraine. That's right. 
Um, I haven't seen that one yet. Huh? It's pretty good. It was compelling. Uh, and I started watching this Malcolm X one about like who killed Malcolm X. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, two days ago, but I need to finish that one. It's not cool. Die, um, <laughs> Jesus. It's not cool. That it's not cool that Malcolm X got shot. <laughs> I don't know how how controversial of a take this is. That's not it's cool. Hot take. I Assass- don't think... Assassination. Not cool. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, man. I don't. It know. It wasn't cool to kill Abe Lincoln. It wasn't cool to kill JFK. Wasn't. And it certainly wasn't cool to kill mm. Chester Arthur. I think he was assassinated. And it'd be embarrassing if I got that wrong. I thought you were going to say Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park, and I was going to be like... He more assassinated himself. <laughs> that is the most edgiest thing I've ever said <laughs> on this. <laughs> no, yeah. I've, I've lost every... I feel like we have gone... We feel like, okay, we're going to go down this road, and then we just split and take a Y down some yeah, other way. Yeah, we're Tangent talking, City. We're talking about Star Wars, and we somehow ended up talking about because uh, I, I pointed X. out the World War Two, the the World War Two propaganda voice, and then the I, yeah, then World War Two in color, and, I, <laughs> and then I. What do you think about that? Like, I, so uh, do you have HBO? No, I used to. I, I as soon as Game of Thrones is over, I stopped watching. Uh, I can give you my Hulu login. I have HBO I have Max. Hulu. I have a Hulu because I got HBO Max on there, and I sh- you should be able to. Oh, see. I um, think it's an add-on though, right? It is an add-on. We have we just got a, we wanted to we really wanted to watch okay, uh, Napoleon Dynamite the other night. Ah, uh, yeah, so that's we got on there. Stars, yeah. it's on Stars. Yeah, we got that. So we got Stars, and we were supposed to we were gonna like just cancel it because it's an add-on. It's we not forgot, bad. We forgot to cancel it. So Stars got some pretty good movies on it. We have Stars in Cinemax. I don't know if that's like hot take. I don't think Napoleon Dynamite is that good of a movie. It's kind of dumb. Is that a hot take? I feel like a lot of people was like uh, like love that movie. Like cast, I mean, if she hears me in the other room, she's not gonna be happy. But I generally, I, you want to get, get into hot movie takes? I have plenty of hot movie takes. <laughs> the last couple, the last little bit of this movie is gonna be solely based on hot movie takes. Hot movie takes. Well, Napoleon Dynamite. I don't think it's that good. I I don't find it that fun. Oh, give me a touch. I don't find it that give funny. I think it is perfect for a middle. It's perfect middle school comedy. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> it's dumb humor. It's now dumb. Shrek Two is a now, freaking legendary is... <laughs> movie. That is art. I will tell you right now, like hate me or not, this is gonna sound really bad. Shrek Two is on my favorite movies of all time list. Really, I wouldn't rate it that high, but I would say because I like of it. Just the adult overtones that are in that whole movie. You need to. I. I will. Anybody who listens to this, and you, John, if you, if you find yourself with the Shrek 2 DVD or something like that. You need to watch it. Say a thing. So, yeah. So what, what, what's a movie that you have that you don't think, that people think is really good, that you do not think is as good as everybody says? Um, so, I'll name two things that I don't think are as good as people say they are. I'm not going to say that they're bad. I just think they're not as good as people make them out to be. And those two things are The Office... I don't think the office is as good as people say it is. That's a that's a very hot take. That's a personal attack in me. In fact, I don't even think the office is the best thing made by the guy who made the office. I can agree with you on that though. I think the good place is better. I think Brooklyn Nine Nine is better. That's not the same guy who made the office though. Yeah. Oh, Michael Schur. My, Mike, I'm talking Mike about Schur. Michael Schur. Mike Schur is a, he's the I think he was a head writer. He was I think he, he was, was a writer on. He was it. a head writer on the office, and he also was a head writer on, but he's a producer on. Parks and Rec, and then he went on. To and I think he's the head. Nine. He's the head guy on the Good Place. I know that. And the Good Place in Brooklyn. Nine. I haven't finished the Good Place yet, though. I haven't. I it just. Kind of started watching it, 
and I don't know. What I like now about that, that show. I, now that I know Mike Short is doing it, I like love everything that Mike Short does. What I think is really cool about The Good Place is that every um, every episode kind of because one of the characters, Chidi, is like a ethics professor, mm-hmm. and every single episode is kind of centered on these different moral philosophies and stuff yeah. like that, like what makes a good person, what makes a bad person. Yeah. And since every episode is centered like that, I don't know I just I enjoy that more. I think it's far smarter than. I don't know, Kevin dumping chili and like everyone's like, that's peak comedy. I, I think it's so funny when fat guy drops chili. I, I fat th- guy dropped chili. So funny. I think he's funny because he's fat and he dumb and he dropped chili. It is. I just think like the not, office is it's like, funny. It's it is. It is the brilliant. dumb. I get it though. I, I get that take. It's like, it's a dumb, it's the dumb humor. I think there are episodes in there. That are, are golden. That are episodes. golden. That are like really Scott's good. Scott's fantastic. The dinner episode. The dinner episode is one of the That's best my favorite. That's TV my favorite show. It's one of the best episodes in TV history. In my opinion, just com- crazy. Common. I had to preface this with saying that I felt the need to preface my take of The Office isn't that good. Which isn't even controversial. I just like I just complimented two of the episodes. I, I no, and if I, I just if I it's weird because it's like people have these like religious like viewings of the office I mean, as if it's like I watch it. This is this is gonna show how basic white guy I am, but like I've watched the office probably close to ten times through all the way. Like I, but I find I find new things because I watch it a lot when I'm in bed when I'm falling asleep. Because mm-hmm. it's just kind of like white noise to me at this point because I've seen it so much. Mm-hmm. So I like find episodes that I maybe I've missed that I'm like, okay, I'd missed that episode. There are epi- there's an episode. I'm not gonna get into the there's a anyways. So I'm not gonna get into my office. Film. I agree though. It's definitely not as great as everybody says, especially the past couple seasons. Yeah. After there are like there are a million shows on TV that are just like so much better. There so are so much better, and no one gives them a shot because everyone wants to rewatch the office a million it's all, times. It's all about well, it's nostalgia based, right? Cause yeah. I mean, you think there is so much content out there. I guess with the thing I get, I think I am not even as frustrated as people's opinion of the office. Yeah. I think I get more frustrated with that. I feel like that's like what people watch. I'm like. That, like watch a new thing. Like there, I could name you fifteen shows I've seen this year that are better, that are more interesting and different levels. In my defense, like I don't know. In I, my defense of The Office, there's two reasons why I just started rewatching it again. They just started doing an Office podcast. Mm-hmm. Jenna Fisher plays Pam, and yeah. Angela Kinsey plays Angela in The Office. They just started, <laughs> Angela from The Office. And, well, I, mean, the, <laughs> I think that's a lot name, of right? Angela from The Office. Yeah, no, it's like Angela Ken. something. Angela Martin. Uh, anyways, that shows how much I know about the show. Uh, so they just they do it a rewatch. They started it before the quarantine, and they've they're on like season three, so they're like breaking down every episode. So I've sort of been like watching each episode in line to like to just yeah. to catch what they are saying. So like they did an episode the other day that I went and I rewatched that episode just to see like what had happened in the episode that like was going on. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Other hot movie take. What was your other hot? What was the other hot take you had? Another hot take on a movie. Um, well, you said you had two. You said The Office was one, and what was the other one? Oh, people love Forrest Gump, and I think Forrest Gump is a stupid movie. I think Forrest Gump is a stupid movie. I have to. Does add, it feel wholesome? Sure. Is it to, stupid in every plot point and every detail? And I would argue that movie's even like, and I don't. I'm not a PC person, but I would mm-hmm. say that that movie's like pretty offensive to like 
U.S. history. Oh, yeah. Now, I mean... I just think it's stupid. I think it's so stupid. That's all. Yeah, I mean, that's a hot take. Also, that, that, we're here a really hot take. Um, well, I'll get into it. I want to keep going on the office. I want you to keep going. I mean, not right? on the office. Of the, because uh, people, people who listen People to love this, Forrest Gump. People love Forrest Gump. And I don't like Forrest Gump. It's just, it's so... Well, what is the message of Forrest Gump? Just follow the American way and then life will just hand you whatever you want? I was listening Be- to... Because you're just exceptional. So KFC Radio had... One of the writers who wrote, who helped write Forrest Gump, it was KFC. It was either KFC or P- PFT, or pardon my take. Mm-hmm. Uh, had one of the, I think, well, the head writer of Forrest Gump, and I guess he was. They wrote a second movie, like a Forrest Gump. Two? Forrest Gump two. Two. Forrester Gump. <laughs> Forrest. Forrester. Gumper. So Forrest like, Gump. You, Gumper. The, the, I feel like Forrest Gump is like a lot of things in history for some reason he took part in and he just like was in a lot of ridiculous stuff like the whole thing that he was like a prolific table tennis player and like yeah. played overseas and then like a bunch of you I mean i don't know how much you remember from the movie but like all this stuff that he was somehow connected to like the speech that george uh martin luther king's speech he yeah. was somehow there and did a speech prior to that yeah, exactly. So like that's where I'm like, thing, come on. So I think the I can't remember the exact points, but they were apparently going to have him be in so much more stuff, just randomly, just thrown in there. I think that movie's technically good, like uh, like technical filmmaking aspect. Like it's incredible, like to see like Forrest Gump talking to John F. Kennedy so they and stuff did like that. that. Like I find that stuff cool. Did, did you see? You must have seen the quarter quarter crew did a video on that on the CGI that. Not that. I think I saw in Corridor Crew, they did a breakdown of how they did, like, uh, Lieutenant Dan's leg. And, like, so they did like one, there's, like, a digital table yeah, with, they like, a did one, green leg. They did one about how they managed to fit Forrest into that scene where he, where he shakes. Because he shakes his hand. Yeah. Like, he clearly just shakes his hand. Like, I mean, like, I mean, you can tell it's fake. Like, now, looking back at that now. But, like, the fact that they were able to, at that point, get it to that to be able to do that is crazy. I can't remember exactly. You have to go watch Corridor Crew. Look up Forrest Gump. You might find the Dan. The... So apparently they were going to have uh, Lieutenant Dan die. He's going to get assassinated, which is like assassinated? everybody that who Forrest Gump an, loves. Who, who everybody wants that to Forrest take Gump, out Lieutenant Dan? Apparently everybody who Forrest Gump lo- loves dies. And apparently his son was going to die too. See, the only read I could get on that movie where I can justify some of the plot points is that is Forrest an embodiment of America, of and America team. is like dumb and doesn't understand like the bad things it does, because Forrest Gump wins and is the hero at the end of that story, and so that's where I start getting like, I don't understand what this movie because I feel like movies, movies are supposed to convey some sort of message, right? Aren't they? Yeah. So, is this two hours long? This is... <laughs> we've been going for... Uh, no, because it starts at one hour, so it's like minus. We've been going for an hour 15. This is the longest... Sorry, I keep getting distracted by that clock. Because it's only, what, 9.30? Yeah, it's almost... Yeah, it's like 9.40-ish. Yeah, we start recording at 8. The 15, probably. Yeah, that seems right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Back is, to Forrest Gump. It's just going so quickly. So Forrest Gump, that's the other thing about podcasts. Like the reason I like Joe Rogan is that it's like three hours. 
Is this going to be a three-hour podcast? I'm cool with talking for a long time. This is going to be like such a jump because last episode I did last week. We can just, name it the John Petrie experience. I just, <laughs> I just did one episode last week that was like a minute and a half long because I was just updating it. So it's going to go from, I think it was a half-hour podcast that I did by myself, a one-minute update video, and now a potentially three-hour conversation. Yeah, why not? I'm cool with it. That's the beauty of podcasts in the digital cool media. I have to because add, you can do anything. I feel like I have to ask this question. I mentioned it earlier, John. Yeah. I hate to call you. I feel like I. It's so weird for me to call you John. Is it weird? Why? No. It's my Is name. it your fucking <laughs> it's name? It's my name. I like. I just. I, I enjoy being called my name. <laughs> man, it's so weird to call you by your name. That's so weird. Oh, uh, I, I would maybe like to get into that too. Uh, would you potentially want to do not necessarily this show itself? But uh-huh. do a podcast like this together. I don't know, like, we kind of, in the right now, you're obviously living in town here, but like, you, we could, it's easy. We're doing a podcast remote is not as hard as it seems. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, well, reason I, so at work, I have a podcast studio and like I can just hook it up to the computer and, and then I could just record from here. Yeah. We could do I it. imagine that's possible. I did the people who are listening to this are like, oh my God, you should just probably. A lot of this stuff you could probably cut out, but it's hard because we can't time mark it. So you'd have to go back and listen I, and then I, have to try to cut it. But it's fine. Don't cut it. I'm not going to cut it. Cut this it. Is Don't cut it. This is raw. This is all so, stainless, This is just a man. raw feed, baby. This is as raw as This is Texas. as raw as it gets. This is Texas style. This is Texas. This is raw beef, that's boy. A, that's an inside joke. I don't know. What but were we talking about? I was saying Forrest Gump is dumb. So what's another, what's another hot take of a movie? Oh, I think that The Dark Knight is not smart. I would say it's a good movie. I think it's kind of dumb, and given its historical context, it's kind of a stupid movie. But I enjoy it. I'll put yeah. it that way. Yeah. And it also contradicts a lot of things that people say about Batman. So That's I'll- very true. That is, that is true. I want to tell you right now, you and I have a close relation to Batman because you spoiled Batman. But you, you spoiled, spoiled the Dark Knight Rises. You, you spoiled the Dark Knight oh, no, Rises. No, hold on. I didn't spoil the Dark Knight Rises. You filled in the blank and spoiled it for you yourself. Dark yeah, I, I just it, all I said was you think, but move, not. How, does, how long is it? The movie's been out for what ten years now, at least maybe five five years or so. Dark Knight Rises. It's been out for quite a while. This is a spoiler. John said to me, "I was going to see the movie. I don't even think I saw it in theaters. I think I saw it after that." He said to me, you think he's dead. That's, that's not what I said. I said you, you said. Th- I'm pretty sure I said, no. I said, you think. No, you but said, nah. I remember visually you, said, you saying, you think he's dead. No, because you that's, your, that's your brain putting in the word dead. Well, because you made it. <laughs> was so- I being malicious? Maybe. <laughs> was I thinking I was being funny? Maybe. <laughs> you were, and it was, because I remember being like, I don't think I, I feel think like I got I'm, to that you're point. supposed to, come, I don't know. I feel like, like I might have wanted you to come, and then you didn't to the movie. Or I went with Kyle. I don't, I don't know. All I know is that, yeah, I did spoil the movie <laughs> you for you. spoiled the movie for me. I think I referred, had at that point, I may have like forgotten before I, I was, got there. I, I don't really think that that movie's that. Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight Rises is not as good. It's as, too long. And it's like, too I don't long. Even get what it, it's like, they it takes way to, too long to like get they, certain they things going. They did a lot of weird like, twists. They doing? tried to connect it because like the daughter that is like somehow with... Uh, Bane is like Ra's al Ghul's daughter, mm-hmm. right? Because if everyone you know, Batman Begins, Ra's al Ghul's the main villain of that movie for whatever reason. I mean, he's a villain, a Batman villain. Well, he's like the main villain, but I feel like the threat is Scarecrow. 
Well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Scarecrow's like... They kind of dual villain most of, most of the movies. It's you like uh, Razogo's like, final boss, but... Like, Scarecrow is like the, the, the minor character. It's like the well, they did. They've kinda, like, they kind of they kind of have dual villains force. in most of the movies, right? Because you think about it, like Dark Knight. Dark Knight had Joker and uh, Two Face, right? And then Dark Knight Rises also had what Talia Al Ghul and then Bane. Yeah. Uh, the reason Talia I don't Ghoul's think that as... the Dark Knight. So Dark Knight. I just okay. I'm trying to think how I can phrase this. <laughs> One. So, if you don't think Batman kills people, don't have Batman kill a person at the end of the movie. One. Can we have the same thought with Superman, with uh, Man of Steel, though? Because it's the same yeah. It's the same thing, right? I don't because think that Superman movie was... doesn't kill people, and then at the end... This, I can't spoil this because the movie's been out for a long time, so if you haven't seen it, that's kind of your 20, fault. I'm pretty sure that movie came out in 2013. So, that's your fault if you haven't seen it. He kills... Uh, what's his name? I have no reservation with characters killing. Well, but I know, like morally, like the character has never killed in the past. So why are in the movie you you making them kill? Because Superman and Batman don't kill. Right. That's their thing. They don't kill people. And then you have Batman kill Two Face. Yeah. And Joker, I guess. Because Heath Ledger died, and I don't think they maybe. I know they. I think they finished filming. No, they they the Joker gets put in jail. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So at the end of that movie, because Harvey Dent gets killed, yeah, so Batman. Batman kills <laughs> Batman kills Harvey Dent, and then Superman kills uh, Zod. Zod, which yeah. is like completely out of character for both of them. Yes, it, it's weird because like the Dark Knight, I, the point I think of the Dark Knight, or, and the point of the Joker, the Joker is like this nihilistic force that's trying to like quite. To, he's trying to challenge Batman's moral code. Like, how far is Batman willing to go? Like he he has to push Batman over his line to do things, but then, like he just beats the Joker and then, then kills Harvey Dent. <laughs> just cuts. And, and then the movie's over, and I'm like, what? And then it has this like weird like surveillance state, quite like justification that like Batman can just spy on everyone's phone as if like it's okay that we have our heroes spying on all of us all the time. I don't know. I just think given the context of everything, it seems like it's kind of. I don't want to get too political, but it's, <laughs> it's 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 justifying like the surveillance state and stuff like that, and also Batman. Oh, here's a hot take. I think Batman. <laughs> I've recently discovered that I think Batman's kind of a dumb character. <laughs> you know, Bruce Wayne would probably do a lot more benefit to society if he wasn't a weapons dealer and a mega billionaire and a crime fighter. He might if he was just like a better philanthropist. Or not even a philanthropist. So, like, if, if he was maybe, public, maybe better he, public policy, maybe Gotham he, wouldn't maybe, have as much crime. Maybe if he was Iron Man. Iron Man did stop, and he did change into clean energy. I will say, Batman. Uh, Iron Man's more woke. I mean, you than and I, Batman. Are, I would think you and I are definitely more like Marvel guys, and we are DC guys, though, right? Well, I think the Marvel. Uh, so Marvel movies. What is your hot? What is what is a hot take you have on a Marvel movie though? I have to ask because no, I don't really have a hot take on a Marvel movie. So I don't like, think. okay, um, I guess I have to ask this: What is your least favorite Marvel movie? Like, I think the Incredible the, Hulk. Okay, I, I, you, and I, have this, you and I have this discussion all the time. I don't count that because it, it the Mark Ruffalo wasn't. I mean, it was it wasn't Mark Ruffalo at the time. Yeah, that, you might as well just count that one on its own. I even though it does have that. Iron even Man though, and, and it has Wilbur and it has the, it has the what is Ross Wilbur Ross? Yeah, but he's not even they they recasted him. In the and the and I think really I don't think they did. I think it's no? still um what's his I don't remember the actor's name. I think it's the same William Hurt something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think you you may be right. Yeah, because right, he was in the, he was in uh, 
He's going uh, to be in Infinity- Black Widow. Okay, so yeah, you're right. So he is still in... I think he's been... Anyways. My least favorite Marvel movie? Um, Not counting Hulk. Because I I think uh, Thor... Either Thor 2 or Iron Man 2 would probably be my least favorite. Um, just like Thor 2, I don't really... Ooh, the evil elf man wants to take Liquid Rock and I think, shoot it into different universe. I, think, I, I like. I don't get. I th- think the only. I had to, if I had to guess, I feel like part of the only reason that movie had to be a thing was to introduce the uh, the ether, the ether, yeah. and the uh, stone. What, what stone? This that? ether. That's what it's called. Ether the redstone, stone. power stone, power stone. They call it the ether in that movie, but, but then they I call think, it the power stone. I think later. that's probably the only reason why that had to be movie i mean i don't think that was the only reason why the movie was there but like i feel like looking back on it that they're was like the well, okay we need to establish this thing here yeah yeah i could see that i feel like there was, uh, the I think, best uh, marvel movie best i feel like my favorite's endgame that's kind of I, I, I hate to say that's a cop-out answer because it's yeah i know but it's the one that makes me the happiest well yes because it's, it's kind of fan service resolve but I think the different. Okay, so I'll put it this way: it's fan servicey, but so is in the Rise of Skywalker, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. And Rise of Skywalker is a trash movie, and Endgame. Is Rise of Skywalker. We'll get into the, our opinions on the Star Wars movies because I think we share a lot of the same sentiments. Sentiments when it comes to both of those movies. All I think the, the trilogy, the new trilogy. I'll put it this way: I think Infinity War is probably more exciting mm-hmm. and is probably a better watch. You could probably keep watching Infinity well, War. Because you and it's don't better. know, because I think it was you knew that there was going to be the a movie. It's the Empire Strikes Back. The, yeah, exactly. You knew there was going to be a movie to resolve what was happening, so you weren't sure how it was going to end. Right. And so, then Endgame just ends on such a crescendo, and so much good pay, character payoff. It's fan servicey, but not for the sake of fan service. It's, it's not, fan service in a way that's honest to the characters in those movies. It pays off the characters, and like. Oh, once again, I don't know if this is a spoiler. I feel like if you wanted to see, it's end- the largest grossing movie in the world. If, if you, you didn't would, see it, if you, you wanted don't want to see, to see Endgame. It. You shouldn't listen. I'm gonna just say it for the sake of don't listen it. to this if you don't like Marvel. Movies. Cut like cut like cut out like you know come like five minutes later. Grow up. For like, grow up. Just grow, grow up. up. Like we're, we're talking about movies. superhero comic movies. Grow up. Grow up. Uh, so with the thing that I think people talked about tearing up in the movie, I didn't really tear up at all but the in only Endgame? thing that made me tear up a little bit in Endgame was the thing at the end with Captain America that was a little bit because I was what, like dancing with Peggy yeah because it's like that's so that's sweet all the man ever wanted it's all he ever wanted no that got me emotional too yeah I was like, it's great that was a great ending I didn't ex- but I didn't see that coming though like when I was I didn't see that coming either no that like I didn't expect them to show it I expected them I think it was I, uh, if I would have guessed if mm. someone's like do you think they're going to show Captain America with Peggy I would say like because I, I had a feeling... I knew that there was going to be time travel in the movie. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I could see a thing with Peggy happening in the movie. But I wouldn't say you see them like dance and live in a home together. And like, and do see, exactly what he had wanted to do. The Pretty much... Have that sen- dance. Because sense, they set it up in that first movie. the end of Captain, Captain America. America, the first Avenger. Right. That's such good character payoff. Over, over the span of so many movies. Yeah. It's for people to say that those movies are just like stupid children's movies. You need to I think watch. You my, need to watch them with an open mind. I think because you're just being per, you're, hard, you're purposely being contrarian. You think about the and movie trilogies that are like match up. You think when I think of movies that like you have to watch and like you don't necessarily have to watch, but like you need to watch like from one to the end. 
Yeah. Think of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Harry Potter. Star Wars. But then Marvel movies. There's just this huge cast web. It's like a lot of movies. It's like, what is it? 20... 22, I think. 22 movies you have to watch. But I've seen every single movie that matters in that... <laughs> That's right. I did say that matters. Because there's a movie that I haven't seen that does not freaking matter... In my opinion, because Which one? It, now this is going to sound really sexist, but Captain Marvel, I don't think really matters that much. Oh, oh. Um, Captain Marvel, I thought that that movie was all right. I have not seen it. That's in like the Marvel movies that I think are all right. So like, I think it was Captain Marvel's all right. I think that Doctor Strange is all right. Doctor Strange has very cool visuals, and I will say that Captain Marvel does 90s nostalgia interestingly mm-hmm. i guess and the de-aging on samuel jackson that movie's pretty cool oh uh, yeah i um that's probably the only reason why i would want to watch it i just don't like her character her it's just is she spunky like i don't get it like she has like all this attitude and i'm like why like she is she just like i'm oh i'm strong and i'm like are I, you I like don't i don't think, get it like I, what's your deal i feel like all yeah, the, she's not well developed I'll, I'll put that i mean i feel like the whole reason they had that movie and i feel like maybe this is kind of the reason why a lot of marvel movies exist you know doctor strange being one of them is like they need to have the character fit into the timeline of like to make things work in like the grand scheme of things right and if so you have like a character Captain marvel like found iron man floating in space at the end of Captain Marvel, right? Right. Was it, was it a post-credit scene? I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Or was it at the uh, end of the movie? I think at the end of Captain Marvel, it's she shows up at the Avengers Tower thing. Oh, and then she or goes they, and the compound them. thing. I think she goes and finds them. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. Because at the beginning of Endgame, she rescues Tony and um, yeah. And sure, hair CGI in that scene. Found that interesting. I learned that the other day. I, I saw like that on Instagram the other day. Well, there was there was a, I saw some behind the scenes videos and like she's in the mocap suit or she's in a she's in her suit and she has a green wrap around her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like why? <laughs> why feel- not let her have a real hair? Oh, I think it's the way I would think about it. Like, is that if she's floating in space, her hair is going to do weird stuff. Yeah, that's true. And like, it's kind of hard to. Do you think that's why they? It's cut hard her for hair? them to. Do you think you that's can't why do they that cut legitimate. her hair and. In Endgame, to make no, it... I think they put on a cap and then they just kind of put her hair back and then CGI hair over her. Well, do you, I don't think they didn't cut her hair, but like they made her hair look different in, in Endgame. Remember, because there's a whole scene with Rocket where he's like, "Oh yeah, she's got like that pixie cut." Yeah, thing. do you think they did that for the sake of just not having to worry about doing long floaty hair? hair? Maybe I could feel like that'd be a good excuse to be like, "Okay, we spent." I would have to look at like how much time we spent on her hair and like. How much money did her hair cost? I'm sure. I mean, with CGI, I'm sure that was like a lot of you know man hours spent of getting that right because they just. I don't know if you, or you know, know what Disney Plus and what they did. The movie Splash. Splash. Splash with uh, there's a movie called Splash. It's on Disney Plus. It's with uh, I'm really I just mess up. This is just an annual thing with me on the podcast, and literally in life I can't remember actors' names. Forrest Gump. Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks. It's with Tom Hanks, and I can't remember the actress's name. But it's called Splash. It's about a man who... I don't know if it's... I don't know anything about Splash. A man who jumps into water. It involves a mermaid. It's a Disney movie, I guess. Like, you couldn't... You know, it's... It's one of those, like, 90s Disney movies? Yes. Okay. So, I guess there's a scene at the end where this girl runs back into the ocean, and she's naked. 
Yeah. And all you get in the original, oh, all I you saw see is this. her butt. Yeah, and they, but then they, Disney Plus was like, we can't have butts on our sh- on our content, so they CGI. Don't even get me started on this crap. They CGI'd <laughs> her hair to cover her butt, but it's almost like it's like stuck to her model, so it like moves with her hips. So like the hair is like flows down, and then it's an extension, and it's like pasted to her her ass. Yeah, and it like moves with it. It, it looks it's it's the worst. CGI. Yeah. I've ever, like, modern CGI I've ever seen. Well, not CGI, but they, like, After Effects added longer hair. So Disney her. as a company just, like, frustrates me with that kind of crap. I just... Because of their... They're just Disney. such... Disney just sucks. <laughs> like, they own everything I love, and they just suck. They do own everything. So hard. They, they do own everything I love. Anyways, going... Okay, we're talking about hot takes in a series that you and I probably hold really near and dear, including... Is Star Wars? Star Wars. Which is, I think is another antithesis of our friendship. Oh, the, both new, love the new trilogy is the worst trilogy. You that that's a hot take. You think the new trilogy is the worst trilogy? Yep. You don't think that the prequel is the worst? I think the prequel is no, the worst. No, the, the sequel trilogy is by far the worst Star Wars. Okay, I have to ask why. What, well, I mean, okay. what's the story? What is the story of the sequel trilogy? I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah thinking <laughs> about it. Well, I mean, I don't think it changed. I mean. Who is the First Order? Where'd they come from? They burst out of the Empire, right? 30 years later? Just popped up? No explanation? Oh, I have to buy the book to understand the story? That's one thing that does annoy me about See, Is that they're like, you need to get this book and then read this, because that's how you know that this will connect to this. If you were just to describe the plot points of the... I will say that the sequels are great, like greatly crafted. Mm-hmm. I think they look fantastic. Oh, yes. Beautiful. The final sequence of Rise of Skywalker is visually stunning. Oh, yes. But is it mostly kind of just the CGI blow-up fest? Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, that's what most... I mean, Mar- I mean that's what know, Marvel Endgame, movies Endgame are. Endgame was good. pretty much... That last big battle scene was a CGI masterpiece. Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> but, like, also that Portals sequence when oh. they're all parting... It's oh. just... It's, it's a little bit... Compare the feeling you had when you saw that compared to the feeling of just like all these ships show up with Lando. Yeah. You, didn't you, hit the same, did it? You, that's a good point. I didn't even think about it that way. It didn't feel the same. Didn't feel the same. It, it was trying to be that the same, kind of moment. same kind of moment. Yeah. You're right. I didn't even think about it that way. Yeah. So the reason I think it's the worst is just, so you take the, you, you take the prequels, right? Stiff acting. The CGI is weird. It's it's dated. Now at the time, that's kind of boundary pushing, and I would say that a lot of movies owe George Lucas a lot of credit for the work that he put in on the sequels, mm-hmm. and it, those are very experimental. All those Star Wars movies have been pretty experimental. Up to the new ones, were experimental. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. ILM was created pretty much to make Star Wars. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty much. And then ILM's now the industry beast of CGI and stuff like that. And I would say that. <laughs> Their, their push on the prequels did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Where the sequels fail is that there's no overarching story Maybe or direction. Theme. Like the, clearly, the prequels are telling the fall of a republic. That's the story. It's yeah. the corruption and fall of a republic and what, what happens when evil takes over. Yeah. Then the sequels, I mean, the, like the original trilogy is about good versus evil kind of it's very basic very but that it's got I mean, some vietnam war allegory this, to, to it to this day 
the original trilogy is my favorite trilogy. I mean, you must agree with that, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, the Empire Strikes Back is, is the best movie. I will say that I do think Revenge of the Sith, part like the second half of Revenge of the Sith, is amazing. First 30 minutes of Revenge of the Sith, I think you could cut that other movie. Yeah. I don't and, even think and it's then episode, And then, you know. Episode 2. Episode 2 is trash. Episode 1 is horrifying. Yeah. We can agree on that. Uh, I think, but the stories themselves are not. But I think that bad. the only thing I can say to defend this, this, the, the, the sequels, is that the prequels had to get to the point that would be Episode Four. Like the over and the direction that it took, you had to get to the point. Like you knew the whole time. Obviously, the in between stuff is what was different with seven to nine. They could kind of do whatever they wanted. Now, granted, yes, maybe they took too many liberties and were like, you know, we're just going to make this as grand as we can and really, you know, loosely connect it. I think the fan service part was way over the top. I think trying to shoehorn every original character was just, uh, it was definitely unnecessary. They like, should have killed need to, Leia in the second movie. They had the perfect chance to kill Leia in the second movie and they then they brought her back and, and then it was they, so they dumb. Mary Poppins her back into the ship and... I remember watching that in theaters with you and looking at you and being like, did that just happen? It was so dumb. That is the worst. So that, that, that's the worst one, though. Like, Last Jedi is the worst. And that was part one of the John Petrie experience. If you want to check back next week, it'll be part two. Kind of left you on a little cliffhanger there on my opinion on Star Wars. Uh, trust me, we get into that and a lot more next week. So make sure you come on down if you want to come on down.